Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Human Experience Podcast. My name is Sid Hewitt, and I'm so happy to have you here. Today, I want to talk about moving through discomfort in life. I think a lot of times when we are just moving through life, we can feel kind of uncomfortable. Um, because if you're staying stuck in a situation, then you're going to be uncomfortable from staying stagnant. And if you're pushing yourself and growing, then you're going to be uncomfortable from trying something new. And the more that I talk to people, the more that I realize you can have a whole list of dope things that you're accomplishing in life. But the real flex is, do you know how to regulate your nervous system? This topic of nervous system regulation is a big one in the holistic healing community and definitely comes up a lot among me and my friends. But if nervous system regulation is not a topic that comes up often among you and your friends, I really just mean allowing your body to rest and be calm versus being stuck constantly in fight or flight. Some of the effects of being stuck in fight or flight include difficulty concentrating, brain fog, getting sick often, and generally having a weakened immune system. I honestly think that a lot of the world is stuck in fight or flight without even realizing it, so it's good to talk about this. I want to share some examples that really inspired me to dive into this topic, and then we'll get into some more tangible tools that you can apply in your own life. So the first example comes from this hike that I did this past weekend. It was like a 10 mile hike. It was so beautiful. I was with my best friend and there were a few rivers that we had to cross. And on the way up, we realized that the point between this first river and the second river was not that far. So fast forward, we're walking back. We cross through one river. We're like, all right, we know it's not too far. Like, let's just keep our shoes off and walk barefoot. And my friend walks barefoot more, so she has more, like, tough skin on the bottom of her feet, but I do not. (laughs) I also like to indulge on the occasional pedicure, so my feet were really feeling every rock and pebble that I was stepping on. And at first, on this walk barefoot, I felt a very familiar thought pattern arise where I was feeling kind of whiny and irritated, honestly, like a little kid. And it was very dysregulating for me. And I was super aware of it because, like I said, each step I took, the rocks would poke into different areas of my feet and made me really uncomfortable. And before this, on the hike, I was extremely regulated and feeling so grateful for all of the little things, you know, even having eyes that can see and being able to witness the the beauty in front of me and so I think because I had so much gratitude and like a zoomed out perspective on life from this hike it primed me to work through the pain of walking barefoot with a new perspective so first things first I acknowledged that I was in control of the situation and if I really needed to I could put my my shoes on But then I realized and asked myself, how can I soften in this situation? And it really required me to slow down 
and release the pressure of keeping up with my friend because I honestly had to work through this discomfort by purely going inward and having this like self-reflective experience. So that was the first thing I did. And then I started to deepen my breath and reminded myself that the pain that I'm feeling in this moment is relative. And on the general scale of pain, it wasn't that bad. You know, I think it just helped me, helped give me some perspective of the situation because my mind wanted to be like, this is the worst possible thing that's happening to me right now. Um, Which of course I knew is, was just an exaggeration as the mind likes to do. But if you don't check yourself on those thoughts, they they become real. They're they're at the forefront. It's how you're perceiving the reality in that moment. So the biggest shift that I made was really softening to the discomfort and feeling into what can I learn in this moment from this discomfort. And when I transitioned from this place of pure resistance to a place of genuine curiosity, not only did it become easier, but it became this really interesting, exploratory, introspective process. And I feel like it's a bigger metaphor for other situations in life. But the more that we can find it in the small moments, like walking barefoot for 10, 15 minutes on a hike or whatever it is, I think we can then use that to apply to other bigger situations. All right, let's talk about another example that I think will be directly more relatable. This is about confrontation and needing to have a tough conversation with someone. This is such a hard one for me to talk about because for me, it's so dysregulating when I need to have a tough conversation and I know that I can tend to be quite avoidant towards it. But I will say it's been something I've been actively working on and practicing pushing past that discomfort and having these tough conversations and like literally just doing it. First, I can say it's helpful to be around people who are receptive to feedback. And, you know, in any tough conversation, there's there's definitely moments in the conversation that are genuinely tough. But from my experience, I would say like 90% of the conversation is pretty smooth. And afterwards, I'm always like, what the fuck? Why did I work myself up so much that was way more chill than I anticipated? And I feel so much better now. And I always try to hold that after I have these tough conversations and be like, okay, next time, let's remember this. But I'm not there yet. Every time I need to have a tough conversation, it's really hard for me to get myself to do it. And there's a clear difference from this example from the last. Like the first one was based off of moving through physical discomfort and things such as confrontation is definitely more of like an emotional discomfort. So whether it's emotional or physical, a great practice is to ask yourself, how can I soften and move through this with more ease? And if you ask yourself this question and you're like, fuck, I have no idea, (laughs) allow that to be okay. And then ask yourself, how can I create more peace in my body in this moment? Because even if nothing about this uncomfortable situation can change or how you can relate to it, how can you start to relate differently towards yourself in that moment and focus on what you can control and how you can relax a little bit and 
find some regulation within. <laughs> I also want to add in on this topic of confrontation that for some reason, I don't exactly know why, like what the origin of this is, but it's so hard to use our voice in certain situations, especially like depending on who this conversation is taking place with. But it's just so hard. It's so hard to speak up and, and express ourselves. And it's also so important. And the level of empowerment and the amount of growth that comes from speaking our truth, so profound. So yeah, that's why I wanted to focus on this example. And there are so many examples that I could have dove into. But I think no matter what uncomfortable situation you're in, finding this practice is is key all right let's talk about some tools on how to regulate your nervous system and move through the uncomfortable situations with more ease the first one is this visualization technique that i made up a couple weeks ago when i realized in a moment of being calm how unfamiliar that actually felt for me and that as i go through life i'm stuck in fight or flight way more than i'm consciously aware of and so the visualization is to imagine an elevator traveling from your mind down into your heart and you can actually do this in this moment with me so imagine being in your mind in your thoughts maybe you're starting to spiral hold your awareness there like an elevator travel down maybe even place your hands on your heart so you can really ground down into your heart and then take a deep breath in breathing in the energy of love breathing in warmth to your body. And as you exhale, soften your muscles. And you can practice that and like really speak that to yourself. Okay, starting in the mind, elevator down, inhale love, exhale soften. And that's just one powerful tool that I've been working with recently. Whenever my mind starts to race or I'm just stuck in some sort of thought loop that's not serving me, using that elevator to really get out of the mind into the body into the heart and just welcome like a new fresh energy the next tool that i've been using a lot recently is breath work and breath work is such a broad term i mean there's so many different styles of breath that you can use but one that's been really nice recently is retaining your breath so i've been taking like big inhales and exhales through the mouth I'll do it like 20 to 30 times. And then on the last breath, I hold at the top. And the cool thing about a breath retention is that you're intentionally creating discomfort in your body, but you're in control of it. And so there's a brief moment, at least for me, where I'm like, oh shit, am I going to pass out? Like, this doesn't feel great to hold my breath. But then I tell myself in that moment, like, hey, you're safe right now. And then I soften into this really interesting space. And then when I exhale, it's like this huge softening. And some of the benefits, I did a quick Google search of retaining your breath, include brain cell protection, improved lung capacity, and reduced levels of stress and anxiety. So it makes sense that these are the benefits because in my experience of it, it really does help in the moment to release some stress and anxiety. And then the final technique that can be really helpful is asking yourself reflective questions in these moments that you might feel caught up in. You know, maybe asking, how could I soften in this moment? 
also getting to know yourself more, questioning what lessons can I learn from this situation. And again, just like everything in life, this is such a practice, but the more that you look for lessons in these shitty moments, the easier it is to find them. And also being mindful of toxic positivity, which that could be a whole separate episode because I have fallen into that so much within my life. But what I mean by that is like gaslighting yourself and convincing yourself that things are fine and just to look on the bright side of the situation and not fully allowing yourself to experience the discomfort, but like pushing it away and grasping to positivity to find your way through it. So being mindful not to fall into that. But I think these are some good questions to start with. And you could ask these questions in your mind and just have this inner dialogue within. You could also journal about it. And if you're feeling really (laughs) chaotic and dysregulated, I know for me, I personally love journaling, but sometimes if I'm super dysregulated, it's just too big of a task and I can't bring myself to pull out pen and paper. And in that case, a tool that has been so helpful for me is to just pull out voice memos and start talking to yourself as if you're like a therapist, a parent, or just like a really good friend and be like, hey, love, how are you? You know, what is this bringing up? And maybe you don't know and you can respond to yourself. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it's bringing up, but blah, blah, blah. And then just start talking out loud. And even if you're not in a situation where you have a professional therapist or have like a go-to person that you can talk to about or process this situation with, I do think that getting it out of your mind and whether it's on paper or into actual words, it can slow down our thoughts, make them more tangible and easier to cope with because when you're keeping all your thoughts in your mind I think that's where it gets the most messy and the most challenging to feel in control and feel like you have power over the situation honestly there's so much more that I could say about this topic but this is where we're gonna end for now thank you so much for being here I really appreciate you taking the time and as always I hope this can be relatable and provide value for you If you do want to connect with me, my Instagram is Sid Hewitt. I'll attach the link in the description of this episode below. Feel free to message me with any feedback or if this resonated with you, I would always love to hear from you. And I would love to get this message out to as many people as possible. So if you did find value, please send this to a friend or maybe leave a rating and a review because If people do that, then more people can find the episodes and the show in general. And yeah, that would mean so much to me. All right. I'm sending so much love to all of you and I will talk to you next time.